You've tuned in to Naturopathic Earth Radio and Holistic Health News, where you get the latest on medical cover-ups, government malfeasance, toxins being put in our food and home, as well as sound, clean eating principles. We are here to cast a light on what the big sick care industry and its government shills don't want you to know. Don't be a slave to Big Pharma. Break free of the shackles of big food and start your journey now on a long, purposeful life. Become a citizen of naturopathic earth. Here's your host, A. Gregory Luna. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. And welcome back to another episode of Holistic Health News. I hope you are doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about another example of big business trying to cover up some malfeasance. And then when they're exposed, of course, they're like, what, what, what? We didn't know. We didn't know. Classic episodes where we cover other companies doing this would be Whole Foods having carcinogens and hormone disruptors in their cardboard takeout containers. Go check out that episode. How many episodes do we have from the past where Big Pharma was caught where one of their drugs was killing people. Think of Vioxx that killed about 50,000 people 10 years ago. We have the episode on aspartame. We have the episodes on Roundup. I mean, it's just big business. It's just big business. Like Their, their goal is to make money and get away with as much as they can. And then when they're caught, they feign ignorance or there's a scapegoat. And then they'll say they'll make the changes. And sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. Or they do the classic bait and switch as best manifested in bisphenol A, which is BPA, which we know is a known hormone disruptor. Ladies, especially pregnant ladies, got to stay away from it. It's going to mess you up. Higher rate of getting breast cancer and lady cancers. It's, It's insidious. And so what they've done there is they just, okay, well, you know, we'll take out BPA from all the baby bottles and all that, but we'll just put in another plasticizer called bisphenol S. So really they're not lying, but they're not really telling the truth. See, this is the, this is the, the beauty, the nefarious beauty of big business and what they try to do to us. But today we're going to talk about baby powder. Now, a lot of you don't use baby powder, even if you have babies, but we're going to cover it either way. I'm going to be gleaning off of the veritable, but not as veritable as it used to be, Time magazine. Does anybody read magazines anymore or newspapers? When I go into the dry sauna at my gym, I always bring the newspaper in there. See, I, I mix it up. I go I go steam room, and then sometimes I do dry sauna. The, the benefit overall it, of dry sauna is that I can read my newspapers. But every time I'm in there, and there's millennials in there sometimes, and then the old men who's scrotums are hanging way too low from their body. I always offer the newspaper and nobody reads the newspaper, not even the old people who grew up on it. They just give me that look like, man, you're antiquated. Well, you're reading that. But uh, go to that episode we did or on episode 100 about like, if you can do 20 minutes in the dry sauna four times a week, there was a study that showed it cuts your all-cause mortality by 67% and your risk of getting dementia by the same amount. So look, you should be living in the dry sauna, but let's get to it. Johnson & Johnson on Friday recalled a single batch of its baby powder as a precaution after government testing found trace amounts of asbestos in one bottle bought online. The recalled lot consists of 33,000 bottles which were distributed last year. 
Johnson and Johnson said the U.S. Food and Drug Administration found minuscule amounts of asbestos in one bottle during routine testing and notified the company on Thursday. J and J said it immediately began investigating with the FDA. Yeah. Quote, the FDA's testing on prior occasions and as recently as last month found no asbestos, close quote, said spokesman Ernie Newitz. Johnson & Johnson said it was checking where the bottles were shipped, if the tested bottles are counterfeit or authentic, and whether the sample might have been contaminated during testing. Come <laughs> all the excuses, right? Well, you know, there's such a, a large black market for counterfeit baby powder. Where would that be exactly? In rural China? I mean... And then, of course, if it was contaminated during testing, yeah. Just take responsibility, J&J. And I love, you know, how we look at the FDA as this this paragon of virtue when we have, what, 10 to 15 episodes about how the FDA is a revolving door. If you look at its executive council, its board of directors, it's all former, former big pharma, big medical device, big food executives. Please, they are not really protecting us. But in one of these cases... Apparently they they are maybe maybe J and J wasn't wasn't paying the bribes enough to the FDA officials and so they had to had to get him in trouble here. The recall comes as Johnson and Johnson fights thousands of lawsuits in which plaintiffs claim its iconic baby talcum powder was contaminated with asbestos and that it caused ovarian cancer and mesothelioma, a rare cancer linked to inhaling asbestos fibers. So asbestos used to be used as insulation in buildings and attics and so forth. Back in the 20th century and probably around the 70s, it was quote-unquote discovered that it caused mesothelioma, though probably the makers of asbestos knew the whole time. So you might see the, 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 the commercials on television where it's like, Did you ever work with asbestos? Do you have a rare lung condition called mesothelioma? Call the law offices of corruption, malfeasance, and bribery. And we'll get you in a class action lawsuit where you can get your money back. You can get remuneration. And you see, you do see these commercials for mesothelioma. And look, not to, not to make light of it, uh, it's, a, it's a horrible uh, respiratory condition where people die and they die very fast. So it's good that they got asbestos out of our houses and out of the buildings. And uh, it's a shame that people are still dying of this. But uh, yeah, it's it's linked to cancer. And uh, yeah, it's not good that it's in the baby powder, right? That's not good. You know, one of the great 9-11 conspiracies is that Silverstein, the guy who owned the 9-11 towers, he knew that there was still asbestos in the towers. And so he calculated that it would have been cheaper just to destroy the towers than to admit to it and then think of all the lawsuits that would come from it. But again, that's just a, a conspiracy theory. Let's keep going. At multiple trials, Johnson & Johnson expert witnesses have testified asbestos hasn't been detected in the talc and its baby powder and thousands of tests over the last 40 years. Several juries have reached multi-million dollar verdicts against the company, nearly all of which are being appealed or have been overturned on appeal. It's interesting they've been doing these tests for 40 years. I wonder if just talc in general has residual asbestos or why they would have to be testing it for 40 years. Now, there was a whistleblower that came out recently that worked for one of the companies that was contracted out by J&J 
to test for asbestos in the baby powder. And he said, and this guy's name is Andreas Saldivar, he said that Johnson & Johnson has been, in fact, covering this up and that they've known the whole time that there's been trace asbestos. So you, know, you take that with a grain of salt. I tend to believe whistleblowers until they're dead. And then, then you certainly definitely believe them when they've been offed. Talk the soft talc, the softest of minerals, is mined from deposits around the world, which can be contaminated with asbestos. Now there you go. Johnson and Johnson says the company and its talc suppliers routinely test their talc to ensure there's no asbestos. The talc is then crushed into a white powder and purified for use in personal care products to absorb moisture. Hmm. Well, apparently you weren't testing well this time around. The recalled lot of 22-ounce bottles is number 22318RB. So women and some men, or Mr. Moms, run to your bathroom and see if you have this one. Lot 22318RB. Consumers who have, who have a bottle from that lot should stop using it, really. Good, good, good idea. Refunds are available through the company's website. Incidentally, the company's shares dropped 5% to $129 at midday Friday. This was last week. Following the recall news, and just a day earlier, the announcement of a $117 million settlement with 41 states over allegations the company deceptively marketed its pelvic mesh products by concealing risks. Fascinating on that one. Look at that. Pelvic mesh products. Now, this is a perfect segue into a past episode we did about a year ago when Netflix had a great documentary called The Bleeding Edge. I'm sure you can still find it there. And The Bleeding Edge is about the medical device industry and how much money they make from them. And the the documentary really focused on female issues like the contraceptive device where you can put in a like like a, a a dam or like an occlusion the opening of the fallopian tubes uh, to prevent uh, conception from occurring and then they had they mentioned these the transvaginal meshes and all these other things that women use either for contraception or because they have a prolapsed bladder or a prolapsed rectum not not to get too graphic here <laughs> but it is it is relatively common unless a woman is doing Kegel exercises, and especially if she ha- she's had children, for the pelvic floor muscles, the pubococcygeal muscles down at the bottom to get weak. And so what happens is sometimes the bladder will prolapse back into the vagina because the prolapse is interior. I'm sorry, the bladder is interior to the vagina. So there's a, there's a small like muscle that separates the two. Uh, you women will know because there's a lot of holes down there and there's just, you, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of organs out there. So the bladder is essentially in front of the vagina. But if you have a weak muscle down there, the bladder can fall back into the vagina and cause pain and, and prevents uh, coitus sex. Uh, alternately, you can have a prolapsed, prolapsed rectum. The rectum is the next hole back, right, from the anus. And that can prolapse anteriorly into the vagina. That's not good either. And then the worst one is when your uterus prolapses. That's when your uterus falls out from where it's normally located. You know, the cervix is the opening of the uterus. and falls through the vagina. All right, so speaking of these transvaginal meshes, Johnson & Johnson has agreed to a $117 million multi-state settlement over allegations it deceptively marketed its pelvic mesh products, which support women's sagging pelvic organs. 
Ohio's attorney general said Thursday an investigation found that J&J, the world's biggest health products maker, violated state consumer protection laws by not fully disclosing the device's risks. Numerous women who had the once popular hammock-like devices implanted claimed they caused severe pain, bleeding, infections, and other complications. J&J and its Ethicon Surgical Products Unit reached the settlement with 41 states. Quote, these companies didn't paint a clear picture of the device's medical risks, preventing patients from making well-informed decisions. Close quote, said Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost. What a surprise. A company obfuscating? This is shocking, right? Shocking. The products also called transvaginal meshes are a synthetic material surgically implanted through the vagina of the woman whose pelvic organs have sagged or have suffered from stress, urinary incontinence, bladder leakage, or when they cough, sneeze, or lift heavy objects. That means you you start peeing a little. Like it's common when you're younger to pee a little when you're laughing, but this is uh, peeing a little when you're doing day in, day out stuff. Such incontinence is estimated to affect 3 to 70% of women and sometimes becomes severe after age 70. I love how they can they can really lock down this percentage, 3 to 17%. Wow, good job, statisticians. Some of the products are still in the U.S. market, and hundreds of thousands of women have had the devices surgically implanted. An Ethicon spokeswoman, that's the branch of J&J, noted that settlement doesn't include admission of any misconduct and said the devices, quote, are considered by many to be the gold standard for the treatment of incontinence. Considered by many, considered by who? That your board of directors? Your paid off whores and, and lobbyists over in, Holly, in, in Washington? Quote, Ethicon has acted appropriately and responsibly in the research, development, and marketing of our transvaginal mesh products, close quote, which were launched around the world in 1998. Really? Well, about 25,000 U.S. women with complications have sued J&J. Now, you know, granted, maybe some of those are just looking for a payout, but I mean, I would, think, I would imagine a lot of them are legit. This time, this comes at a time when Johnson & Johnson is swamped with thousands of lawsuits claiming patients were harmed by products including baby powder, opioid painkillers, and prescription drugs such as its schizophrenia drug Risperdal. Risperdal is not just used for schizophrenia. Risperdal, along with Abilify and Halidol, I mean, these are common uh, what we call antipsychotic drugs that are used uh, for depressed people. So when depressed people are given an SSRI and it's not working, sometimes they're crazy psychiatrists will give them a Risperdal. Headlines about the litigation and big jury verdicts against J&J, including an $8 billion punitive award to a young woman who grew breasts, young man, I'm sorry, young man who grew breasts while taking Risperdal, have depressed J&J stock price for nearly a year. Oh, that's so sad, you know, because we should really be sympathetic about your stock price and not about this guy getting gynecomastia. Gynecomastia can also be caused by, by taking other drugs. It's just not Risperdal. The pelvic mesh deal requires the company to cease its claims that surgical technique can eliminate any risk as well as to disclose a list of risks, including the loss of sexual function, mesh eroding into the vagina, and possible need for corrective surgery. So if you watch the Bleeding Edge documentary, they talk about how this, this net, this mesh, Essentially, it erodes into the vagina and then causes local infection because, not surprisingly, the body doesn't like foreign objects, right? The immune system is going to attack it. And uh, it causes a variety of major problems. 
Okay, so let's finish up. Well, what can we say? Johnson and Johnson, I don't feel bad for you. It reminds me recently of the episode we did on Bear Monsanto and all the problems they're having with Roundup glyphosate, the herbicide. A lot of people are finally wising up and realizing that it's been a known class to carcinogen according to the World Health Organization for like 20 years, but people are finally realizing it. And so now they're getting sued about because people are getting lymphoma and other cancers by using Roundup. So I don't feel bad for Bear Monsanto. Monsanto is probably the, the most evil corporation in the world, given that it created DDT and brought aspartame to the market and genetically modified organisms, GMO crops, and, and a bunch of things. So I don't feel any sympathy for these companies. These, these companies make billions of dollars off of deceiving us. So I hope your stock crashes. For you, your takeaway is, well, you know, be a little uh, circumspect about using talcum powder if you're using baby powder. And if you uh, have transvaginal meshes, ladies, uh, maybe get them taken out. But in general, I mean, I think this this just punctuates and illustrates how we need to be careful. Companies don't care about us, whether it's McDonald's, whether it's Revlon and all the hormone-disrupting chemical parabens that they put in their makeup. Whether it's any company, they care about just extracting your money and manipulating you. I mean, essentially, that's what advertising is. Right? You are not a full woman or man until you buy fill-in-the-blank product. When you buy this product, you will be happy, you know, or whatever emotion they want you to feel. We are just being manipulated. So, people, we need to have more discernment. You need to have more discernment and analyze what do these people really want and investigate. I mentioned the Environmental Working Group, the EWG, has a great app called Skin Deep. The women need to download. It's an app about makeup and, I guess, care products. How you can type in your your care products, and it'll give you a grade of how toxic it is, how much uh, toxins it has. And I would recommend that you women get that app because we're inundated every day with with these toxins. I mean, that is the whole raison d'etre of this podcast and the website is exposing these things. So I wanted to expose to you J&J and their asbestos and transvaginal mesh issues. And so you can be knowledgeable on this because forewarned is forearmed and knowledge is power, which goes back to Schoolhouse Rock, the iconic 80s cartoon. Guys, Go to Naturopathic Earth. The website has about 500 articles, 200 food recipes. Go check those out. Those recipes are scrumptious. They taste great. If you want to support us, please click on the link of the episode notes to our Patreon or PayPal Me account. Donate generously, a one-time or a monthly donation would be great. If you want to read about me, now, it's not like, if you want to read about me, haha. No, but if you want to read about my past, I think most of you know that I was morbidly overweight and then I lost over 100 pounds and I've kept it off for 28 years, which statistically is pretty pretty um, not common. <laughs> it's only about 3% of people who lose weight, more than 50 pounds of weight, keep it off throughout their lifetime. So I have a book called Confessions of an Obese Child. You can buy it on Barnes & Noble Nook or Amazon Kindle for $2.99. I also have my second book coming out, which is How Do You Maintain Your Weight Loss? I'm editing that book. Hopefully it should be out in a month. But go and buy that for $2.99. You can also use the links found in the food recipe articles to get to Amazon. And anything that you buy on Amazon within 24 hours through that link 
we will get a 2% commission, no expense to you. Also, if you need some one-on-one counseling because you want to know what toxins are in your pantry, in your fridge, contact me through Clarity FM, and for only $1.50 a minute, we can talk. We can talk about weight loss tips, weight management, intersexual dynamics, aromatherapy, the meaning of life, whatever you want to talk about. I would recommend that you go to those very, very early episodes, probably episodes three or four, where we talk to my the co-founder of MPE, my former fiance, Katie Brown, and we talk about specifically what to get out of your pantry and fridge. But if you need more help, if you need a guru, then contact me through Clarity FM. And as you know, we have three podcasts in the NPE family. We have Holistic Health News, the flagship the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary, which covers aromatherapy. And we just did an episode on the black seed, which is uh, cumin. And Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with lingering food addictions, early childhood trauma, and so forth. So go check those out. Please subscribe to all three and post an honest review. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to NPE Radio and Holistic Health News. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Holistic News Now and at our Facebook page at Naturopathic Earth. Please consider a donation at patreon.com slash naturopathic earth. Buy the Confessions of an Obese Child ebook on Amazon or Barnes & Noble Nook. Consider subscribing to our podcast. And as always, please post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. And remember, the core belief at NPE, let food be thy medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time, music courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.